Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. hand clap is too big put your hands together for Jesus shall we hallelujah if you are excited to be in the house of the Lord I want you to know that the best is yet to come hallelujah tell your neighbor I'm about to be blessed my miracle is about to start we are about to receive a very powerful important message from our pastor Put your hands together. Let's welcome our pastor, Episcopal sister, Joy Philippe Bruce. Put your hands together for. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. I didn't say for your neighbor, I said for the Lord. Add a shout. Give thanksgiving to him today. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to just bow down your head this morning? And those of you who are joining us online, do the same and just thank God. Thank him that he has brought us this far in the year. What a year it has been. What a year it has been. And if you are here this morning and God has delivered you and delivered us from what could have been, you want to say thank you. And you just want to worship him for a moment or two many of you come in a little late you may not have gotten the beginning and the worship and the praise so just spend a few minutes and thank god thank god thank god thank god we are grateful thank god and if you're at home you want to thank god that you are also alive and you're well many were the waters that have come our way but somehow god has preserved us and we find ourselves here this sunday to him indeed be all the glory. Hallelujah. 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 We are grateful that we are alive and well. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. In the name of Jesus, just continue to thank him. Thank him that you are well. Thank him that by some grace he has kept your family. Thank him that even when, it, you know, things have happened, but you are still here. Thank him. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise. As you are standing this morning, I want you to listen to the song that is coming, and I want you to just receive faith. A miracle today. You know it, you can sing along. Nothing but is, nothing is impossible. impossible. We've been talking about faith. To those who believe if you believe, and say, it's possible. And I just continue God to pray as you listen. Oh, he's still the same. 
that miracles are still happening. Tell your neighbor you are a miracle. You are a miracle. A miracle today. I'm believing. And I believe. Oh, his word is still the same. If I could touch by the clothes, I know I'll be whole. She pressed through the crowd from behind. She touched his clothes. Her blood began to dry. And she knew she received the miracle she needed that day. Centurion, but the servant who was ill heard that Jesus had the power to heal, and he said, Lord, if you just speak your word, I know my servant will be healed. Jesus said, Go your way as you believe, oh, you will find yourself. Impossible to those who believe. 
Oh, this morning you just want to release your faith? I believe God's word is still the same. And I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle. Lord, we expect a miracle today. A miracle in your word because we believe. We stand on the faith that you gave to us. And we believe in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. I think I should go and sit down. I'll finish preaching. Take your seat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you glad you came to church today? Amen. Many times when you give our lives to Christ. You know, I gave my life to Christ so many years ago. I don't want to start counting because... If I count, you calculate and say that the lady is old. But I remember feeling so blessed that my sins were forgiven. Because before I gave my life to Christ, I was so sure and I knew without a doubt that as for Sunday, it was mine. And so hell was mine. So I was very happy that I was saved. Then I found the scripture. And I discovered that there is more as I read the Bible. And I'm going to start sharing with you today. We're still on faith, but I want to show you that scripture that blessed me. That's why this song is so precious to me. But open your Bible with me to Matthew chapter 6 and let me show you something. Matthew chapter 6. Those of you who have been coming, you don't even own a Bible. I feel so sad for you. I'm starting from verse 24. No man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air. The fowls of the air are the birds. For they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Ask your neighbor, are you not better than a bird? Are you not better than a bird? Which of you, by taking thought, so as you are worrying, which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature, no matter your height, as you have worried, can you add one inch, one, okay, an inch is more one centimeter to your height hey and why take you thought for raiment because some of you every day are wondering what will i wear consider the lilies of the field the flowers how they grow they neither toil nor do they spin they don't work and yet i say to you that solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these if you take a fly, you see that everything is prepared on it. But many of us, today as we are standing in our raiment, it is not prepared. You have hidden somewhere, patched somewhere, held a pin somewhere. Hey, you have done something. Wherefore, it says, and so, if God has cared for birds, cared for flowers, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is here and tomorrow is cast into the oven shall he not much more clothe you O ye of little faith therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed for after all these things do the gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. I was amazed to find that as God has saved me, he has also, he also says that I shall have faith in him and that if I have faith in him, his provision is sure. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised because I thought that after dying to rescue me, it was enough. Ask him, what again? What again? But he was so practical and he said that, look, 
First of all, don't try to serve two masters. So some of us who are in the house today, it's the serving of two masters that's caused the problem. Small God, small of something else. Small Lord, small of something else. Small, small connection. Small here, small stealing. Small here, small occultism. It's true. It's true. That's why when you see people doing occultic powers, you go. Yeah. Then he says, no, 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 you can't do the two. You must either love one and hate the other, or hate that one and love this one. You can't do the two. And when you don't do the two, that's when you will discover that God cares about you and cares about so many things concerning you, including the number of hairs on your head, which you don't know the number. He says, when you finish worrying, can you add one inch? It's a question I'm asking you. Some of you short ones who have been looking for height. You can worry and it will not come. Whatever you do, it will not come. Hey! Some of you thin ones who are looking for some weight. Listen, if God does not help you, it's not happening. It's not by worrying about it. So let me drink this and eat this and add that. No, 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 no. Hey, are you in the house? Many of us are worrying about exactly what he said we shouldn't worry about. What we will eat, what we'll wear, school fees will pay. And since you have decided to carry the burden yourself, he has left it for you. Hey, I say he has left it for you. But the truth is that he said, if you believe me, I will carry it for you. I will carry it for you. I will provide for you. We have just read the scripture. Because you have not been reading your Bible. Hey! I don't know why I decided to share this story this morning, but I was shocked. I said, ah! So after saving, saving me, you care about what I wear. You care about what I eat. Some of you, every day, go there. Hey! Every day, fufu with one crab in the soup. The crab cry, you share it. <laughs> then you put it back in the soup for tomorrow. Yeah. But he has a very clear message for you. Hey, I'm talking to somebody. You see, you are shaking yourself and saying, the media is only that if I don't eat the food. You see, I'm a girl. Because we say that if we haven't eaten the king, we have not lived. But the truth of the matter is that. There was a certain man like that. He was eating every day. So one day he was coming to my house. It was Christmas Day. And I'd sorted out all kinds of dishes. And then I provided kenke and fish and pepper. And when the, he came, I told him that you see, the kenke fish and pepper is for you. He said, Oh! <laughs> I said, Ah! I thought you said if you don't eat kenke fish and pepper, you have not eaten. So in the goodness of my heart, as I've made shepherd's pie as i've made the different kinds of salad as i've made fried rice and jollof and as i've made guinea fowl and chicken and roasted pork you it is kenke fish and pepper and the man said how <laughs> he said no 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 he will eat ah how can i say that i said look look at all the others I look your side of the table is special can you not see it is <laughs> because as we are there saying that media this is what i eat the truth of the matter is that's what we can afford to eat it's not that that is the only thing that we eat that's what we can afford to eat hey i said that's what we can afford to eat hey me dear, if I know it's fufu, then I've not eaten. Yeah. Eh. You see, <laughs> the truth of the matter is that even the food that you like, there are levels. Please, I'm a girl, so I'm using kenke. Don't be annoyed. You to add yours from wherever you are from. You can eat the kenke, and you can eat uh, ketasku boys, the small small ones, and that's all. One man thousand. The one man thousand crowd, there are different types. You can also eat it. And you, <laughs> you eat the kenke. 
your shito alone. The different types of pepper are three. The green one, the red one, and the black one. But you can also eat with just the, the red one and the kinky. Tell them about everything, their levels. You can also eat it with some, I mean, the size of your fried fish. It can be, <laughs> hey, I'm talking to somebody. You can also decide that it's roasted pork that you are looking for and you have it. Different levels. But the reason why it is the Sakura Kenke and the, and the uh, red pepper and the fish is because your pocket, you know, that's what it can reach. But I told you that I know of a God who says that if you will not worry, but you have faith in him. He says, look at the grass. The grass cry, he takes care of it. That is why every species of grass and its height, if it is this height, all of it will grow to that height. If it is me- as if it is measured with care. Meanwhile, if something will throw in the baller. How much more you? Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, we have done ourselves. But we are changing. We are changing. That's why I'm sharing with you that faith is a power. I said, faith is a power. Hallelujah. And that's what we are contending for. Faith is a power. Hey, the church is very quiet this morning. Yeah, it's faith we have used to come this far in our building. It's just faith. Hey, ask your neighbor, you are offering today, uh, how much was it? I'm not saying it to laugh at you, I'm just asking a practical question. And ask your neighbor that, so the offering you brought, do you think we build with it? The one you brought, do we build with it? But that's what we have used to build. Because our little offering plus faith has given us a shelter. Our little offering. But we added faith to it. And that's how it is in your life as well. It is not one faith for somebody and another faith for somebody else. But it is you believing. You having faith in God. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? That's why I'm sharing with you about faith being a power. And last week I shared with you about the fact that faith is a power that converts failure into success. Do you remember it? Failure into success. And I took a whole time to explain to you how Simon Peter had gone fishing, dropped down his net, and caught nothing. Like how you went to school. From P1 to JSS3 and came out with nothing. I'm talking to somebody. You came out with nothing. Hey! <laughs> free flights from France, flowing free. Are you there? But Peter heard the word of Jesus telling him to go back and let down his nets. And he said, ah, If you are seen, because media, I went, I worked the whole night. It didn't work. But because you have said it, I'm going to do it again. And he went to do it. And this time, the fish was so much that his boat was even collapsing. I'm seeing somebody. You have failed before, but success is coming your way. Yeah. I say you have failed before, but you are going to succeed. You have done the exam once. You have done it twice. You have done it three times. And I'm saying to you that do it again. You will make it the fourth time. No, you see, many times eh, when you see people, you don't know their struggles. If you knew, see, the struggle is not written on the person's forehead. So unless they tell you, hey, I'm hoping a friend of mine will share his testimony. Because he's a very wild lecturer. PhD holder. But before the PhD, mm. Mm. tell your neighbor what? Mm. Mm. As in, have you seen the F you got? You used to get some. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you changing today? Are you getting some faith? I shared with you also, I believe, I shared two things, oh? two points, or oh, I shared only one. I said that it's a power that converts sickness to health. I don't want to go there today, just yet. But I want to go to another thing to show you today because we must find faith and we must get faith. Amen? 
and i'm saying faith is a power a power does something a power is not useless it does something faith is a power that converts defeat into victory it converts what defeat into victory i don't know what part of the world you come from but if you have never been defeated then i think you are a child but anybody of a certain age you have seen defeat before you have gone to do a business it didn't work defeated defeated hey not only that not only did it not work it left a debt so on top of the business not working (laughs) you are now servicing that debt hey i don't know if you know what i'm talking about yeah defeat you have tried to find a work a wife defeat it didn't work you see defeat implies a war you have even given up and you're trying to convince us that you as you are there no charlie you have been called to be a monk but we have known you from long so we know it's not true uh-huh. we know it's not true <laughs> hey yay but faith is a power i said faith is a power and even better it is a power that you have it was jesus who told us if your faith is as little as a mustard seed you see the reason why you don't know a mustard seed is that it's so small yeah it's so small you won't even notice it you won't even think it's a seed he said if your faith is like that cry you can do powerful things with it how much more those of you who have faith like a corn you know a corn seed some your faith is like a mango seed come on you can do great things great things push your neighbor and say stop that you're crying there and stop start looking for faith hey i said start looking for faith <laughs> hallelujah amen the bible says in first john chapter 5 and verse 4 for whatsoever is born of god overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith you don't know that when he says it overcomes the world what does it mean it overcomes the world and all its mangana i have to I have to use that way you see the word mangana is an awesa word it, it describes a healthy trouble are you there if you're on this earth you will know that life eh it is what a how any trouble recently i was going to meet somebody we had scheduled the time i got there the person hadn't come the person sent me a text on the way that oh i had a meeting that was supposed to end at nine o'clock with some people outside but i don't know my internet was not working so i had to extend the time so i extended the time but i'm coming I said oh it's not a problem because this person is not usually late like that as we were waiting as with pastor danny we're waiting the waiting was not waiting i'm showing you mangana <laughs> troubles the guy called again he said you will not believe it as i've come to drive my car outside i finished i'm coming on the way no? my tire is flat he said where i live you no." Know? The nearest organizer is in the opposite direction from where I want to go. So I've driven in the opposite direction. <laughs> Are you there? Finally, he texted and said, I have finally changed the time. I'm coming. Please wait for me. I'm coming. So he set off. By this time, we have waited 30 minutes, one hour one hour 30 minutes we're still waiting then i got a call again he said lie like you will not believe it i said what he said the traffic i'm in i've been sitting in it since i called you i've been sitting in it finally i think it was two and a half hours so said three hours after then he called please i'm close i'm coming you see i'm describing mangana one thing you thought it's over another thing you thought it's okay another thing another thing that's life that's life but the scripture that we are just reading in first john 5 4 i don't know why you have removed it it says that 
if you have faith, if you have faith, once you are born of God, so that's also an issue. You may be here, you are only born of man. All of us here, we are born of man. But if you believe God, he says that after you have been born of man, you must now be born of God. Jesus said that which is spirit is spirit. So you must now be born again. So if you are born of God, then you overcome the world, the world and its issues. And this is the victory that you overcome. What is it that will help you to overcome? Your faith. Your faith. That's what I'm telling you. You see, when they say you have overcome something, I've overcome, somebody is fighting me. I've overcome the person. There was some boxing last night, eh? Was it Friday night Saturday? Aha. Uh-huh. And the one overcame the other. Some UK boxer. <laughs> he overcame the other. Are you here? And he says that for you to overcome, you need power. What's the power? Is it you see many of us are trying to use the world's wisdom and the world's weight to defeat the world? That's why you are in a circle that doesn't end. Hey. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you this morning. If you are going to use the wisdom of the world, you will be about 80 before you build a house. It's true. Please ask your neighbor sitting by you, how much is your salary? Okay, okay. Ask the neighbor, how much have you saved as at now? Because all those who don't have jobs, you believe that you have not built because you don't have a job. So ask those who have a job whether they are built. And you will discover <laughs> you will discover that it is the application of a certain wisdom. That's what has caused building. Many of you in this church who have houses, you have it because you heard the word. You didn't know it was affecting you. The word was affecting you. You will build. You have the house. It was affecting you. So somewhere along the line, there's some faith entered. Then you went to do. Yeah. Amen. Are you in the house or you are not? But if you say you are going to use just even abroad, they don't do it. They're not able to do it. That's why they go for mortgage, loan. And that's why in the middle of this COVID stress, they are losing their houses. Because suddenly the house, it was not for you. If the house is for you, nobody comes for it when you are penniless. And so today, I want us to go through and look at somebody. The Bible says in Hebrews 6-12 that we should, we should learn from those. We should follow those who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. And so today, we want to follow somebody who overcame. And let's go to Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. I'm going to start from verse 1. I can't read all the scriptures, but I'll start from verse 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom. Darius was the king. 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give accounts unto them, and the king shall have no damage. So, Daniel, who was the refugee, you see where his faith has brought him. He is now prime minister, like second in command. Then this Daniel was preferred. Hey, I see somebody being preferred. In your place of work, you are being preferred. They are liking you more. You may have come in in the way that you were the last card, but they are liking you because of your faith. This guy was just a believer. The Bible says he was preferred above the presidents and princes. Why? Because an excellent spirit was in him. May they find an excellent spirit in you. Wherever you are, an excellent spirit in you. Hallelujah. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. So the king was looking for a way to be free. And he decided that, let me get a trustworthy person and let him rather take control of things. And this guy, Daniel, he is a man with an excellent spirit. I prefer him even though he is a castrated refugee. I like him. No, it's true. They used to castrate them when they, uh, when they capture you. But he didn't stop him. And you see, I thank God for that the Bible just tells all. You see, because a castration means something you couldn't help. Something you couldn't help. They're from a place where nobody goes to school. Nobody knows anything. It's like a castration. It's like a castration. They have removed from you what is your right and your ability. Somebody else has taken it away. 
I'm talking to somebody this morning. Hey, you see, some of you, I don't know why you get angry when we are talking to you. Ask her, why are you angry? Why are you angry? Instead of being angry, apply the faith and understand that, ah, they are talking to me. So it means I can come out in spite of the fact that I seem to have been born or I seem to have come to, with a disadvantage. But look at it. So in verse 4, now when you have been preferred by the powers that be, you will have enemies. That's why I don't understand when some of you say you don't have enemies. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. So they wanted to find this man. Hey, I think he's stealing some money. They went to look. He wasn't stealing anything. I think his books are not up to date. They went to look. His books were not up to date. Some of us who are believers, we fall into trouble because we don't do the right thing. The fact that you are a believer doesn't mean that you should do the wrong thing. Hey, push your neighbor. Those of you online, it's not time to sleep. Hey. Hallelujah. Then the Bible says that, and please don't start lunch now. We're almost done. And don't fry eggs now, as my father says. Yeah. He says, but they could find none occasion nor fault. For as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Put your hands on your head and start to confess. No fault will be found in me. No error will be found in me. When they come to check my everything will be prepared. They will not find anything. They will not find anything. They will not find it because there's nothing to find. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Then said these men, look at something wonderful. We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel. May your enemies realize that we can't find anything wrong. We can't find anything wrong. But look, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So unless we look at how you worship God, unless we look at something in your faith, in, in, in how you serve God, otherwise we can't find anything. That's what they said. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said that's to him, King Darius. King Darius, live forever. And the presidents of the kingdom, the governors, the princes, the councils, can you see all of them? The captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days save of thee o king he shall be cast into the den of lions it's a slight aside but let me make a point here because some of you you are already leaders and some of you are on your way everybody here you will are going to lead people someday are you here so just learn this point here you are as a king and you have seen that of all your guys there's one particular guy who sticks out and this man has been faithful to you and then all these people Presidents of the kingdom, governors, princes, counselors, captains. Are you there? The ambushers. They come to you with praises. Oh, king, live forever. Then they start to say things. The way we are on your side, we think that you should be a little more powerful. So allow us to, you know, we have consulted and we think that you should come out with something so that the people only worship you for some 30 days. And you, the king, as they are saying it, you can't see that your most faithful man is not there. Watch out. I said, watch out. They are about to ambush you. And you see, when they ambush him, you, the king, it will affect you. And they knew it. They were about to clear Daniel from there so they can do what they can do. Are you in the house? Asa, are you in the house? Your wife has been serving you faithfully every day. Doing what she must do every day. Then some relatives arise. And they come and say, this, that, that, that. And your wife is not part. And you are okay with it. Watch out, they are about to cook you for stew. Watch out. Hey! Are you there? They will summon you to the village. Come now. Hmm. 
Ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking to? Is who? Is who? Hey! Girl, you know what is going on in your house. Your husband has been good to you. You are now listening to your friends who were laughing at you when you said you are going to marry him. Every time you get up and you have a relationship that is good, there will always be some people with something in their mouth to be talking and saying nonsense. Yeah. I hope you don't join such things. Though. I remember at a point we were under fire. Why? We're having too many weddings. How can that be a problem? I said, how can it be a problem? But it was somebody's problem. Hmm. Yeah. I said next year we shall marry people of sad every month and the weddings every month and the weddings every month and the weddings oh amen proper wedding proper wedding yeah hey are you there so tell your neighbor so you better watch your mouth mm, watch your mouth don't talk in a certain way hey so they came and they managed to talk and convince the man to sign this decree so in other words they were signing a law which says that if you need anything come only to the king you cannot bow down before any idol but you can also not pray you cannot pray do you understand don't ask god for anything only the king because they knew that they knew somebody who prayed and the rule was being made against that somebody listen now when daniel knew that the writing was signed so he had his informants and he knew what they were doing he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward jerusalem he kneeled down upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his god as he did a four time let me tell you something when your enemies rise up against you it's not time to do a new thing he was doing what he had always done three times a day he was the prime minister of a country and he found time to pray you are just employed it's not even your own business you are employed by somebody you cannot find time to pray you are somebody's employee that he can get up and take a pen and strike you off the list and yet you cannot find time to pray because God has blessed you with some few children you say you cannot pray again God was the one who looked and gave you the job that he had you have and now you are using the job as a reason why you cannot pray he has seen you the blessings that God has given to you so right now they are comfortable you see that's why every once in a while God allows things to come and pass so because the way we are look at how Corona has come to pass look at the praying we are paid hey, if it was a normal year and Bishop Dag had woken up to say that Tuesday to fr- and Friday for 40 weeks I'll lead you in prayer. You would have heard our mouths, mouths like the sharp teeth of uh, uh, what? Tigers talking, talking. But now that it came in the period of, of COVID, even those who are not doing something, quiet, quiet. Hmm. But you see, the man, please stay in verse 10 for me. He knew what the God, he, he just continued with what he was doing. Some of us, we serve God when there's no trouble. As soon as trouble comes, as soon as certain kinds of friends come, as soon as certain kinds of issues come, we don't know him again, but not Daniel. He decided that, well, what should come should come. Me, dear, I pray and I serve God. What can come can come. I wonder if you can say that. Just one guy who has smiled at you, no, you have lost your bearing. Hey, not that they are married you, they have only smiled at you. Hey. One ring they have put on your finger, not two, just one ring they have put on your finger. I'm talking to somebody this morning. I said, I'm talking to somebody this morning. I need you to see the faithfulness of Daniel. Because when we were reading Matthew 6, he said that you cannot serve two gods many of us here we are idol worshippers you serve two you serve money and you serve ah. don't, don't, don't let me have to go into detail that's why you make yourself unavailable for everything is it not money you are chasing 
If that money had called you, you would have made yourself available. <sighs> Please go back to Daniel. Let me not. Mm-hmm. Verse 11. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. The day trouble finds you, you better be found praying. I said, the day trouble finds you, you better be found praying. This January, I believe, as usual, we'll go into a time of prayer and fasting. Many of you make yourselves scarce. Many of you, I'm speaking to town church. Yes, I'm speaking to you. You have an excuse all the time why you cannot fast and why you cannot pray. But next year, 2021, you will not do that. I said, you will not do that. Yeah. We are going to do our fasting and we are going to do our praying and you are inside. Yeah. Hey. If you are sitting by a neighbor who doesn't usually appear, turn to them and say, you had better here. You had better here. <laughs> why isn't by force? You see the answer you are giving me. I don't want to release myself. You say that I've insulted you. Hey! Verse 12. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's degree, decree. Has thou not signed a decree? Have you seen it now? Now they are bringing to him what he signed himself. <laughs> that every man that shall ask a petition of any god or man within 30 days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. The king answered and said, The thing is true. According to the law of the Medes and Persians, which outfit not, <laughs> some of you, when they say, Come and sign here, you just take your pen and you sign. Thou art an idiot. Read the small print. Hey, before you sign anything, read it. Hey. Then answered they and said before the king, That Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, you see, they now remember where he's coming from. Regardeth not the O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. I just say he prays three times a day. Verse 14. Then the king, when he heard these words, was so displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. He was now looking for a way. Like Trump, is there a legal point? Is there a legal way? Is there something that was not done or something that can be said to counter this thing I've signed? Verse 16. Come on. Then the king commanded and they brought Daniel and cast him into the lion's den. And the king spoke to Daniel and said, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. Even this ungodly king had believed in the God of Daniel and had faith. And he said, I tried everything, it didn't work. But the God that you said, he will deliver you. Verse 17. A stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den. The king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither was, were instruments of music brought before him and his sleep went from him. You see, he was a righteous man in a way. He knew that this thing was unjustified. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spoke and said to Daniel, Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then Daniel said unto the king, Oh, king, live forever. <laughs> My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me for as much as before him innocency was found in me and also before thee O king have i done no hurt in the day that your enemy rises up against you he's saying my god sent his angel 
May an angel be sent to stand by your side as you drive left and right, as you go up and down, as you go to your home, as you are on your way traveling for this Christmas. May the Lord send an angel to deliver thee from every evil that is upon the way. As androbes are gathering together, how can we get money? And they look upon you or your things with an evil eye. May the Lord send an angel to deliver you because you have been calling upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, My God has sent his angel. Lions, fine. Lions, they don't chew much. Crap. Two, three is gone. But as he says in there, nothing. You may be in some impossible situation. The lions represent an impossible situation calculated and guaranteed to swallow you. Maybe it is even a medical diagnosis that they said that where the thing has reached now, we can't do anything. Maybe it's a financial problem so big that right now they are, they are claiming you're everything to pay. But I came this morning to share the scripture with you and to tell you that if only you would take your eyes and fix them upon the living God and let your faith be there, He will send you help. The mouth of that lion, it will be closed. I said, The mouth of that lion, it will be closed. I was a student, I had just finished my PhD. I went to that country with my husband. By the end of my PhD, we were now four people. We went as two, we were now four. We had been living there for eight years. And the time came when we wanted to come back home. Are you there? Study was over. And we had taken a value decision that we would not raise our children in that land. And so we needed to come back home, but there was one problem. The problem was that the place where we were gave us enough money to live even that one with a lot of but it didn't give us money to return home we came as two how were we going to come back and we sat there and we wondered what we were going to do and then we said well the god who has seen us through these eight years in all kinds of situations he has not died we pegged a date and said we were going to leave by that date two weeks before the day we ordered a container and it came to stand and I remember thinking to myself Lord the die is cast now the container is standing here we're gonna pack our things into it and we still do not have a die the story is too long to tell you but I can tell you something first of all you can see that we didn't get stuck there <laughs> on one of the days my husband went to the immigration office over there it's policemen who deal with it and he met a similar person so I'm just waiting for the day that your uh, visas will expire I will arrest all of you and put you inside here and we said Lord we have broken no law it is you we have said to cut then we had a tape in those days uh, Ron Kinoli had just come out with a video God can three weeks to our departure we slotted in that video and we never put it off day or night whether we were in the house or out of the house, whether whatever was happening, we are packing, we are doing what, it was just there and the song would just be praying, God can. There are times in your life you must silence the voice of the devil. It's not according to your feelings, it's according to what God has said. Well, I don't want to bore you, but in the long run, when we were left with six days, we were supposed to pay on Monday. To go and pay for the container we're leaving later that week very late on the saturday night we got a call and somebody we had known for many years called us and he said i heard of your journey home and i wanted to give you something to go and god said no he said i should hold on he will tell me when to bring it tonight as i went to bed he told me my time is up and so i'm calling you to inform you that i have been told to bring you this money well we paid off four tickets we paid off a container and we arrived in ghana with money to keep us for eight months by various means not all of it came from the one person not all of it came from that person in the days before we left people would visit us schoolmates and, and uh, church most of them were in our church and over there they had a custom they never give money no it's not their way of doing things but people, and we had not shared our issue what they knew is that we are going home at a certain date that's all 
People would send, come and say, oh, we've really enjoyed your being here. Here's a picture that we took while you were here with us. Remember us as you go. And they will give us the envelope. And we'll just put it down. And just the day before, that the same day of this call, Matman said, okay, finally, let me open these envelopes. And as he opened, in each envelope was money. By the time he was done, the full cost of our going was in those envelopes. What the guy had called us was the jala that we came to live on. I'm talking to somebody over here. We have a God. If you would dare to believe him and put your faith in him, you will discover that when the lion has opened his mouth, ah, an angel will come and close it. I said an angel will what? Keji amamowo, afimowo, awojatai abui aminpo. Kwee, woye jeloe, wojawonko. You know, this is one of the gun songs that has not been translated. But it means when they catch us and they tie us and they drop us. Richard, I thought you'd be singing by now. This is my faithful girlfriend. Hey! Keji amamowo, afimowo, awojata, and drop us into the lion's den. We have someone who remembers. And it starts like this. Hey, Hallelujah. Amen. Let us finish our story this morning. I'm showing you how somebody who had only faith was delivered. I don't know why you have taken my scripture away. Verse 23. Then the king, then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of head was found upon him. Why? Why? Because he believed in his God. That is his faith. That is his faith. The faith that you have is strong enough to hold the mouth of a lion. Shut. A hungry lion, by the way, they didn't used to feed them. They won't feed you, they just put you inside. Yeah, after that, they ate all the people who... <laughs> all the governors. Are you in the house? I said, are you in the house? I'm sharing with you that your defeat is nothing in front of your faith. Amen? Your defeat is what? Because faith is a power that converts what? Defeat into victory. May God give us victory. I said, may God give us victory. You may not have money in your pocket, but if you have faith, you are a rich man, you are a rich woman. You may not have so much ability, but if you have faith, it's enough. The faith cannot plenty, small. Your little faith. May we stand on our faith. Hallelujah. I said, may we stand on our faith. I have received so many texts from people, young people especially, who want to kill themselves. From now, say to yourself, never. 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 No matter how it is looking, I have faith in the living God. And he will come out. He will pull through. You will pull through because of your faith. Stand to your feet. Stand on to your feet. Hallelujah. And this morning, as we have spoken about faith, I want you to talk to God about that thing you have been speaking to him about all this time. Just talk to him again. Believing, not looking, 
not experiencing your circumstances again no but just looking unto him that lord i'm asking you one more time because i know you will do it lift up your voice lift up your voice and speak to the lord lift up your voice talk to the lord lord we ask you one more time and we know you will do it no matter how impossible it may be Rima sonderebe, rianda la bossi andelebe, rama sokayanda la baba. We believe, Lord, rama la bossi andela la baba. Reka sonderebe, rianda la bo, rima randa la baba. Rianda la bossi andelebe, reka sonderianda la baba. Randa la baba. of difficulty anyone surrounded by naysayers and people who want to take them down I say Lord today thank you for stirring our faith we will make it we will make it because your word says so in the name of Jesus and this oh God is the victory that we have even our faith we thank you for your word oh God as we come through as we come through in the mighty name of Jesus we are grateful for your provision oh God in Jesus name and as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, for your faith to work, you must begin to believe in Jesus. You must have a relationship with him. And that's why as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I want you to, to invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. When he was on earth, he's the one who taught us that we need to be born again in spirit. It's a spiritual thing. It's not something any human being can do. But the Bible says that that believing that you believe Jesus in your heart, in your spirit, you need to confess it with your mouth and so be saved. And so if you are here this morning, you have not made that confession, but you want to, we want to help you to do it. I ask you to just lift up your right hand where you are standing. I'm going to pray that prayer with you. God bless you for lifting up your hands. If you've lifted up your hands, come with me. Just come to me here. Others will help you. And as we come, we're going to pray that prayer together. Just come. God bless you as you come. God bless you. We're going to pray that prayer together. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I need others to come. God bless you. Oh, yes. Just come. Your heart is pounding. You are wondering if it is you. It's you that the Lord is calling. Come and join us. Let's pray this prayer today. Come and join us and let us pray. You will never again doubt it. Just come. Oh, just come. God bless you. Jesus is calling you today. Jesus. 
let's pray you want to pray this prayer you want to say lord jesus you know somebody your heart is beating and you are saying that i won't go just step out and come you're just talking to god and saying lord I, I, i'm feeling shy don't feel shy we've all had to do it just come and let's pray together and if you're standing in front you want to say lord jesus i come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life from today from today you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name father i thank you for these ones standing before you i pray oh god that as they've come to you they will never turn back i pray that they will grow in you and grow in faith and have victorious lives oh lord because of you in jesus name with all of me i want to We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.